Young love is often said to be pure and sweet, but a lot of us have stories that are anything but. It might be because it burns fast and bright before fizzling out, leaving only heartbreak in its path. Or maybe the fact that the person hopped to someone else right after, causing only pain and sorrow. But young love can have the power to defy all odds, too. It can unite two people for better. Or for worse. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the historic 1906 murder of Grace Brown, a young woman who fell into a passionate love affair only to watch it turn to horror when she fell pregnant. Sometimes getting pregnant at a young age can seem like the worst thing in the world. At least, until something worse happens. Before there was ever a single thought of murder, there were two young people in love. Or, at least that's what they thought, but this is not a happy story. It's a complicated one. Grace Brown was 18 when she made the decision to leave her life behind and make a big move. She moved in with her sister so she could work at the local Gillette skirt factory. It seemed like a real opportunity, but it became that much better when Grace met someone very special. Chester Gillette, the nephew of the factory owner. These two hit it off fast, but their love was one that had to remain behind closed doors. Grace knew this, and she understood it. At this time, Grace would not have been in the running for Chester, to put it nicely. Not in society's eyes, at least. He was from a wealthy family, and Grace was a factory worker. Worse, a factory worker that was working for the family business. Their relationship remained tucked away in the shadows, with the two of them slipping off to meet with each other whenever they could. It is a classic tale, one that books and movies touch upon time and time again. I think a lot of us love the idea of love that can defy all barriers and overcome any challenges. And I think Grace probably hoped that this was that kind of love, too. Unfortunately, she would be proven wrong. Very wrong. But with time, their relationship grew. The two found ways to spend time together, and they became more intimate. They were close, with Grace no doubt dreaming of a way for the two of them to be together. A world where Chester would run away with her. And the need for it eventually came. A year later, Grace learned that she was pregnant. Panicked, she told her secret love what happened, with fear filling her. If Grace was pregnant and unwed, she would be ruined. Likely cast out and left to fend for herself over the sheer disgrace that she was bringing to her family. It would ruin her life, and... It wouldn't be good for Chester's either. She begged him to be with her, to marry her before anyone could tell that she was already pregnant. To her delight, Chester asked her to go on a trip. Grace was convinced that marriage was just around the corner, 
expecting either a shotgun wedding or a beautiful proposal, despite what his family would say. Some historians think that Chester was actually going to take her to a pregnancy home. You know, those wonderful places where we threw unwed pregnant mothers so no one in a town would actually know that they were pregnant? Those great places. People would often send their daughters away to them and say they were staying with family, but I have to assume that rumors would fly because people love to gossip. Regardless of what the plan was, Chester was supposed to be helping her in some way. The two of them traveled together, staying at inns and riding on trains. This was probably all old hat to Chester, but for Grace, it was an adventure. A glance into her new life with a man that she loved. Eventually, their travels led them to Big Moose Lake. A beautiful spot that would eventually become a scene for tragedy. The young couple stayed at a lodge near the lake, and here... Chester did something interesting. He signed in under a pseudonym, Carl Graham. Now, I don't know if you ever had a reason to use another name, but it comes up a lot for writers. I actually spent a good month or so debating if I should even run this show with my name or if I should use another one instead. Though I never write fiction in my own name, I eventually decided that a pseudonym would be a bit odd in this context because I always introduce myself, <laughs> but I've also gone by secondary names for most of my life, so I'm actually not sure what my hang-up is. What I will say is that if you plan to commit a murder and use another name to cover your tracks, it is often best to avoid using the initials that you have monogrammed on all of your belongings because they're yours. Maybe he was afraid someone would notice the initials on his suitcase and question it. Or maybe it was just raw hubris. Maybe Chester just wasn't very smart. I don't know. But the two of them left the lodge to go out for a romantic boat ride on the lake. At this point, something strange had happened. Grace apparently lost her luggage, leaving it behind at some stop. And this just strikes me as so odd that I feel like there has to be something else to the story here. Because here was Grace, a woman from a fairly poor background who had a suitcase with all that she owned in the world. And it just vanished because she carelessly left it behind. Personally, I think that Chester probably got rid of it to dispose of the evidence, but that is just my theory, so don't quote me on that one. Chester brought his suitcase along for the boat ride, which also seems equally odd. At least it does if you aren't planning to flee a murder scene, I guess. Out on the lake, the two were marveling over the beauty of the experience. It is a classic scene from romantic movies. Two lovers go out on a lake together and have, I don't know, a really special afternoon. Nobody's ever taken me on a lake, really, so. <laughs> but instead of staring lovingly into each other's eyes and vowing to always be together, the prevailing story is that Chester pulled a tennis racket out of his suitcase and bludgeoned Grace over the head with it. After repeatedly striking her, 
he then proceeded to throw her overboard. Now, I know what you're thinking. A tennis racket, right? Very weird. Admittedly, it doesn't seem like a viable murder weapon outside of a suburban expansion of Clue. I don't know. But Chester did not rely on the tennis racket alone. I think that the tennis racket was actually just to catch her off guard so something else could finish the job. Because Grace couldn't swim, and she had told him that. Her romantic getaway with Gillette was nothing more than a setup to get rid of the evidence of his secret affair. If there was no Grace and no baby, Gillette could just go back to town and maintain his title as the most eligible bachelor in the area. What was love for Grace seemed like just a way to pass time for Gillette, and when their little escapades caused a problem, he decided to get rid of her in the worst way possible. At no point do I think that he actually loved her. Or at least I hope he didn't, because, you know, murder. Grace's body was found, and by then, police knew that Chester Gillette was involved somehow. The DA insisted that they had a murder on their hands, but Gillette told a different story. He claimed that Grace was hysterical and leapt from the boat in a bout of confusion, or more likely with the intent to kill herself, and that he was unable to save her. He even pulled out letters from Grace where she insisted that she wanted to die, right, unwed pregnancy, using it as evidence against her. I think we can all agree that Chester Gillette was just the worst. And if you're worried about how this case turned out, I definitely understand. Historically, people like Chester would get a pass on his family's reputation alone, but you'll be glad to know that did not happen here. In the end, Gillette was found guilty of premeditated murder. You know, since he planned an entire murder trip. He was sentenced to death by electrocution and was killed in 1908. The could-have-been-romance story turned into a tale of terror. One that still happens to this day as much as we don't want to admit it. Grace isn't the only woman who has been killed after revealing a pregnancy, and if history tells us anything, it will happen again. Because, as true crime likes to remind us, people are literally the worst. So, if you want to talk about secret romances, the miracle that is modern contraception, or your favorite romantic movie scenes that end with kissing and not murder, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.